This is even more about nothing. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I go by the name of Westside Mookie, formerly by way of Mookie833, returned to give you what you need. Sitting across from me, of course, co-host, compadre, half of the banditos, you know, spirit detectives, strolling the streets, spirit guns on deck, all the time. Matt. Uh, follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu, especially if your name is Jesus Nice. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you're Jesus Nice. If you follow me, uh, well, this, like, this is... Stop this using like, Twitter. This, Yeah, like... One of, one of the funniest men on social media. Uh, I saw his Father's Day video where he's talking about like if you're <laughs> if you're single, Father's Day is kind of like a <laughs> Christmas for Jehovah's Witness. It's oh. just not there. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but no. So shout out to all the fathers, anime dads, uh, all except one person. You know who you are. <laughs> Not like real life, but the anime universe. Yeah, because they have they've had plenty of like air quotes bad dads, but then there's a bad dad. <laughs> bad. Is does does Jing count as a bad dad? Jing from Hunter X Hunter. I don't know. He's in a lot of ways just like Goku, except just not in the show. But I don't think that makes him a bad dad. It's a solid point. Crunchyroll did an entire video on like why Naruto is not a bad dad. Well, Naruto isn't a bad dad. He's just he's just new to it. He's new. Yeah, no, he didn't have a literally had nobody. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget Homeboy was a ward of the state. It was like how did Naruto have this whole apartment to himself? Because he was an orphan and mm-hmm. lived in an apartment by himself. Because the the third was like yeah. Yeah, yeah, you think you just you get your own spot because the only reason the village is alive today is because your pops, you both your parents sacrificed themselves. Yeah, so he was a ward of the state. Technically, supposed to be a hero from the get go, but people didn't see that way. So, yeah, I've never thought about Naruto as a bad dude. He was just, and even when, like, you could tell he was trying, he was, he was just clearly confused. Mm-hmm. Unlike Goku, who just. Just didn't have the effort. I mean, Goku necessarily wasn't a bad dad. He was a bad dad. He just didn't really put effort. He, he just he, he just had his he just had his own focuses. Like man's just always trying to be in a fight. Yeah, I mean, he he taught his son how to fight. His son taught his other son how to fight. And here's the thing: Goku always was dripped up. How was Gohan so unswaggy? It's kind of like it is. Accountant swag at this point. Like, if you like, fam, listen, you can't be out here in a supreme jacket and your son's out here wearing Crockers and LL Bean. Nah, he was wearing New Balances. <laughs> New Balance and New LL. Balances since sixteen. Like, so not the best dad. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, listen, you gonna compare? I mean, look how Trunks came. Trunks also grew up in a time mostly without his dad, so. But he was dripped up, though. Again. <laughs> Grew up in a time where his dad really wasn't around. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. So maybe, maybe Dragon Ball is the wrong universe to talk about good dads. Unless we're talking about Piccolo. Or yeah. Krillin. Yeah. You Krillin, right. Shout out to the unsung hero. The unsung hero. Uncle Krillin really out here just being everybody's favorite uncle. Yes. But I guess we'd be remiss if we didn't say, like, guys, E3 just happened. Yes. Uh, some good stuff came out of it. A lot of okay things came out of it. And then there is the burning, fiery trash pit that was Avengers. I do, again, I've said this multiple times. I do not understand how they were so short-sighted with such a huge property. Literally just, it's a bag of money just waiting to be scooped up and they didn't just drop the ball they punted it to the other side of the planet in a bad way and see the thing is is they punted it they literally like supposed to punt it downfield they turn around and punted it upfield 
it's almost like it's if they scored an own goal. Honestly, it doesn't matter like if they did this right, which there is a very small margin of them getting it wrong. Exactly. From the get go. No matter how much they spent, they were always gonna make a profit on this. Again, if they did it right. Which most of us thought they did would. If, I mean, they've got three successful games on there. There's three successful Tomb Raider games from this studio. But life is a funny thing. It just didn't happen. Or I guess we'll reserve judgment until it actually comes out. But graphics and animation are half the battle. We've had this conversation about what makes a good game on this podcast before. We have. And sometimes gameplay and story is not all that is. Yeah. Like, again, you can have a really good story, but if every time I'm looking, Thor's like whipping his hair back and forth and it's just popsicle like sticks just flopping around, dog, I'm gonna be like, I'm tired of this. I'm not watching that. Actually, looks like he's wearing a wave. Yes. Shout out to Captain America, who uh, never left his high school glory years behind. (laughs) He's just wearing football pads. I don't. Man looks like an actual brick. Hulk looks cool. Kind of. Hulk, yeah. Hulk is probably the best character model out of all the characters. And it's wild because they have a star-studded cast for the voice acting. And the game does not look good. And they've already come out and be like, nope, we're not getting put in that Sonic situation. We are There are no plans to remodel any of the character models. I'm like, you might want to yeah, remodel. Upscale it, postpone it, push it back, just make the game... I don't care if they change what the characters look like. Just make the characters look better, because right now they don't look good. Shooting themselves in the foot. But... If you guys want to hear our full review of E3, make sure to check out our gaming podcast, Team Deathmatch, the TDM show, on Apple Music, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, not SoundCloud. It's on Anchor. It's on Anchor. You're right. A lot of the major ones, aside from SoundCloud, essentially. We're no longer SoundCloud rappers. We are. E-Man is. <laughs> but as a whole, no, we're not SoundCloud rappers. What we are are anime enthusiasts. Facts. And there's been a lot of good anime. And there's still some to come. Facts. I've been watching season two of One Punch Man. And I got real nervous because of a change in art direction. Mm-hmm. And the first episode made me even more nervous. Second episode, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. Third episode, picked it up. So, typical tra- trajectory. First episode is like a setup. Uh, and I wasn't sure where it was going. Second episode, I got real worried. Third, fourth, fifth episode. Yeah, by episode six, I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. We're back. We're back. I still don't love some of the art choices, but I like where we're going. Yeah. Um, what are you even watching? Mostly Rising of a Shield Hero and Wise Man's Grandson. Ooh, of the two... Which would you recommend? Rising of a Shield Hero. Um, it's just because, like, so they're both adopted from mangas, obviously. Um, but with Rising of a Shield Hero, I think it, there's more of a uh, mature undertone to it. Mm-hmm. Versus Wise Man's grandson, where it's like, yeah, it's cool. There's these magicians, this overpowered main character who is essentially teaching his high school classmates who should know very little about magic to become overpowered themselves. And it's a very like goofy take on that while they're fighting demons. Um, but I just appreciate uh, the depth and gravity that um, Shield Hero has more. But. That is to say, until some of these other animes come out in a couple of weeks, because it starts around, like, late July. Summer season. Summer starts because we're getting Fire Force, which came from the same people that did Soul Eater. 
So a lot of the same artwork. For sure. Looks really cool. Um, essentially a bunch of uh, magic users, I guess, that fight fires. So it's going to be really dope. Um, we're also getting Dungeon Season 2, which I'm always championing that because it's a really dope anime. And I still need to give it a shot. I just haven't. Again, look, all I'm going to say is uh, I think it's episode 8. Bell fights a Minotaur. That's all you got to watch. Oh, okay, bet. I'm always I'm always down to fight so watch somebody fight a Minotaur. Yes. That's what kept me watching how to summon a demon. How not to accidentally? How to summon a demon, Lord, <laughs> in a dark alley somewhere? I tried to watch that three episodes, and I was just like, "Am I okay to watch this?" <laughs> yeah, fam. Like episode, like I think it's like eight or nine. I was like, "Oh, what is happening?" Yeah, uh, I was just like, "This, this, this cannot be happening." This is this is. We've also been watching. Uh, can't do this. How how I got reincarnated as a slime. Super solid. So funny. Looking forward to the second season of that. I'm just wondering how Gopton is not, like, chief of staff. <laughs> Man throws the biggest hands. All of the hands. The thing is, like, he's the only one that didn't transform when he was given a name. He did a little bit. Barely. Barely. <laughs> Everyone else got muscles. My guy just grew, like... Probably a foot. He grew like, I mean, listen, he had the Kyle Lowry transformation. <laughs> Useless most of the time, but pops up in the clutch. I think he's more useful than Kyle Lowry. He like, actually is more useful than Kyle Lowry. Let's be for real. Like, Kyle Lowry, if you have a breaker Kyle Lowry with literally less than a second left of game five, the brick's going to make it. <laughs> Kyle Lowry won't. Oh, the dish. Shout out to the Raptors. Shout out to the Raptors. And Drake. No longer the LeBronto Raptors. Uh, now, the... Well, because the, they didn't have to face LeBron. They didn't have to face LeBron. And they might not, they might not have to face him next year because Kawhi is talking about the Lakers acquired Anthony Davis in a trade that makes zero sense to me. And in a tweet that was like, Le, uh, apparently Rob Palenka orchestrated that trade. And somebody was like, yeah, Rob Palenka making trades in a manner that indicates... I'm not going to be here next year. <laughs> yeah, Rob Lee can make a trade. Like he's not going to be a president of basketball operations in a year. And I don't get it. But, you know, hey, we'll see. Life's crazy. Um, also, notably, we've talked about this a couple of times. Uh, some movies that are coming out next, like, in the summer run, they do have Weathering With You, uh, which is the new film from... Um, I forget. It's, it's not. It's not Bones that did um, your name, but it's the same studio that did your name. They're writing this one. We've talked about it before. Um, also, One Piece is doing a movie called Stampede for their twentieth anniversary. Oh yeah. And then there's also a movie for um, another anime I watched some time ago. I forget the name of it, but it's essentially the same as some kid transport to a magic. Uh, fantasy land and he decides to bring like the what should be the ultimate cheat code like the goddess that's like I can grant you anything to take you to this fantasy world he's like well I'm taking you with me <laughs> yeah you, you I'm not going nowhere but I'm <laughs> right you better pop up uh, and then also there's another free movie coming out I watched season one don't recommend it I'm not you know what, what I want to come back Kuroko. Criminally underappreciated anime. And Princess Stride. Princess Stride. Top Even tier. though it's adapted from a video game. Totally they, understand. They deserve an original story. There's a lot more they can expand on. For sure. And like, how do they handle the newfound fame of being winners? Like they beat the best team in Japan. How Questionably they, the world. How do they stay on top? Was training like, but there's do they get upset? So many stories, but there's also other teams in America because, like, what's her name's dad coached in America as well as uh, old dude's brother. I'm forgetting the names already, yeah, but you know, it's, what it's I'm talking about. yeah, I got you. Uh, so like, there has to be faster teams in America, not just faster teams. You have to consider there are some that probably have a street style that they do, exactly, like. 
um, the Western civilization is always considered to be more uh, rough, unorthodox in the way that they treat sports versus what's proposed in, like, Japan. Yeah. I mean, look at, again, I'm going to draw back just because the movie for Kuriko, Verbal Swords popped up. They had a few thugs that might have played basketball and Compton, and they had to level up to really ball out there. Yeah. So I, I, I thoroughly would enjoy another season of um, Princess Stride. And Persona did it. Persona 5, video game dropped. Persona 5, the animation dropped. And they changed some things, they added some things, whoop de whoop it's really good. I stopped after five episodes in. I'm like, mm, Persona 5S is coming out. I'm going to wait till that comes out, beat that, and then finish the animation. Was that a smart move? No, because the timing. The timing. <laughs> the timing in between the two. And, like, I'm sure the stories are. Like, they're adding new characters in Persona Royale, so I might just finish it off. Yeah. But Rewatching old anime that never gets old. Um, we also got another trailer for My Hero Academia season four, plus also a hard date on when it is coming out. October fifteenth, twelfth. October twelfth. And so season four, starting, in my opinion, the greatest story arc that they have so far. Yeah, the trailer looked amazing. The animation. They cleaned it up. It looks tighter. And the thing is, like, the whole reason they pushed it back to October is because they're also working on a second movie that's supposed to drop in December. And they ran into, like, season three, they're still working on um, two heroes. Mm -hmm. And because they were doing it at the same time, you can notice that the lack in, like, animation art style kind of lacked a bit when it was getting towards uh, the time for the movie to come out. Yeah, like towards the end of yeah, towards the end of the season. So now they're pushing back so they can literally give both their all, so that we get fantastic season four. Because some of the what I think are going to be some of the most iconic fights, moments, and character development are going to happen this season for people that aren't necessarily our front runners. Our front runners being All Might, Deku, and Bakugo for sure. Like being able to see the people around them really get to shine. Because I don't think people are really ready. Like, if you're not reading the manga, you're not ready for what's going to happen. Should we even say the words? I mean, do you want to talk about it? I mean, I just want to say, like, I'm hype to see the top three. Mm. That's all I That's all I really want to say. Because I want people to experience that for themselves the first time and be like, fam, what is happening? Yes. And the thing is, what's crazy to me is that we're now four seasons in, and we are, for the first time since season one, seeing Deku with his mask on for his hero costume. Yeah. Man, just stay with that thing off. Like, exposing himself. He really is. Granted, he's never been in a situation... Um, public facing to where he has to do that because he had now he has his uh essentially his license exactly he He didn't have his license before he was just kind of in these streets every time he's done it he's been on a school like sanctioned trip whether that's uh, well internships okay like the summer programs or when they're attacking the usj um well here's the thing do you qualify what happened in Osu City as a school sanctioned trip? I would say no. Yeah, because it was uh he was yeah it was it was internship. a summer, it was a summer program the summer program oh, and, and like yeah and honestly his face never was shown obviously uh, Endeavor got all the credit mm-hmm. um, and the police captain did that on purpose because it was like listen we can't have a bunch of kids out here getting hurt yeah and like we can't have people thinking just because you have powers you can be out here just fighting vigilantes you will get killed. So, in order to maintain, you know, society, basically, mm-hmm. no one will know what you've done except for the people in the room. And, again, they did that thing that we kind of got used to but forgot that they do is they present a plot and you think it's going one way 
and right when right when it, it goes exactly where you think it is going to, they hit a right turn and then you're like, oh, we're switching, and then they hit another left turn. And you're like, oh, wait a minute, what's what are we doing? Uh, so again, I so thankful for everyone on that on that like grinding staff. Yes, they're, so good. They're they're doing really well with this, especially um, with how they're handling the manga. Like I said, season four. It's going to be so good. The big three are going to be so tight. And all I'm going to say is Kirishima is the man. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, but also, there was, at the same time as E3, there's something going on in China, in Shanghai. I think it was like Shanghai Fest or something like that, where they announced a open-world PC My Hero Academia game. We probably need to stop saying this, but oh my goodness, I want it to be like Rise of a Ninja so bad. <laughs> like, I want it to be like Rise of a Ninja so bad. And the thing is, is like the so the screenshots that we saw, because um, I believe there was someone on Twitter. I believe like their Twitter name was Sheena or something like that. But they had screenshots from this particular festival um, where you see you're playing as Deku and you're on top of this building. And seeing him on top of that building, it's just like, first of all, how the heck did he get up there? He would have to have climbed up there because it'd be weird for a game to just like throw you on top of a building. It's like, start here. So if we are getting elements like that, especially if it's after he's like, okay, full I'm just like, I'm just like, it has to be full counting, like to have something like that. Granted, it's on PC. I'm not a PC guy. Listen, all I'm about to say is buy an Xbox controller, plug that thing in. Fair enough. But do you think we have something like that? And it already looks better graphic-wise than what we got in One's Justice? I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm just... I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Unlike Project Z... See, we're not going to talk about that. First of all, why would you name it Kakarot? Again, reinforces that it's like every other game we've gotten since Budokai. And we don't get we get it we get it like this is supposed to be for the hardcore fans, fam. Unless there's something they're not telling us, it looks less interesting the more we find out about it, and I'm disappointed about that because would, everything up like everything. Super just kept getting better. Mm-hmm. Slight slips here and there, but Super on in general had an upward trajectory. And then we had doubts about the whole Broly movie. And that turned out to be fantastic for the most part. And so for them to just be like, eh, crash the ship. I'm like, mm, fam, what are you doing? It's another money grab. It is. But Bandai Namco, I'm kind of disappointed in them for this. Yeah. There's... I would sooner rather go back and play Xenoverse. Mm, yeah, and that was a struggle. Yes. Just, if they just made, remade Budokai, any of the Budokai Tenkaichis, just do that if you're going for a money grab, because people will still buy it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Re- remaster that? Dude. Do a, do a Tenkaichi trilogy? Throw, throw some new characters. Throw Jiren, throw Topo, uh, throw anybody from Universe 6. We, we are here for it. Uh... But also in my hair academia news. So they have this vigilante comics that also runs with it for those that didn't know. And it's more of like a prequel to my hair academia kind of sets up, but it doesn't focus on necessarily anyone that we see now more on like the world around it. So it does this really good job of painting the other characters, fleshing out the world and giving them more depth and relativity. So things Make more sense. Right. So, the latest chapter Mm. follows All Might during one of his internships at Might Tower. So, he's still Yoshi uh, Toginari or Yoshi Toshinari. Toshinari. There it is. Uh, And he is in the city because remember he went to America mm-hmm. and 
at Mike Tower. He is next to this building, and on top of it, what looks like the Daily Planet Globe. Which is very interesting, hinting at possible crossovers. I think it's more of just like a nod because, again, the entire premise of My Hero Academia is not necessarily like making fun of the Western world and our obsession with superheroes, but like we are obsessed with superheroes. And it's being able to do that and put that nod in there is really cool. And it goes back to that question, who's stronger? Like, peak All Might or Superman? Honestly, I think you're right. It's probably just a nice nod. The way that they're portraying it, I think... United States Smash isn't there for an accident, like by accident. I think I think Superman is obviously supposed to be an influence for All Might, but All Might is supposed to be that guy and call him All Might by accident. Mm-hmm. We didn't earn that name by accident. And up until, like, literally, you gotta realize the reason Japan has a four percent crime rate. Mm-hmm. The next lowest in any part of the world is twenty four percent. 24. The reason Japan is so low is because All Might is he, he, is, he exists. He exists. His presence period. He has up to that point been undefeated and never failed to rescue anyone. A perfect record as a professional hero. Yeah, that's 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 tough to that's tough to match. Or at least that the public knows. Exactly. Um, but it's really interesting that they're doing this because um, we always speculate it's like oh like if they were to do it would it rather be DC or Marvel and a lot of people were like oh it's kind of something that would fall in line with like the Marvel Universe but for them to do this if it is intentional it's just like I think Marvel does good with a lot of their tech based hero but like when it comes to superpowers and heroes I think DC is where it's at. And so I think it's only fitting. Hey, it works for me. Listen, I, we all know we're, we're not equal fans of both houses in, in this on this podcast. No, it's all DC. It's all DC. Um, which gets really exciting based on some things that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And this is so why I like so, DC. First of all, let's. I just want, while we're thinking about it, uh, so I saw something on Twitter. Per usual, of course. Um, <laughs> so there's this guy uh, who took some pictures. He took some selfies or whatever, and he's like, had to do it to him. And he's like outside his house or whatever. And so like, uh, he's having someone take pictures of him. But the last picture is all of a sudden him running through the sidewalk in motion, like into his driveway. <laughs> and someone's just like, "Bro, why are you running? <laughs> Bro, why are you running? Why are you running?" <laughs> so someone took that. <laughs> they just put the All Might run to it? No. Oh, that would have been amazing. So they're just like, uh, they're like, Superman flies, Wonder Woman flies, like Green Lantern flies, uh, Flash already there, Batman. <laughs> 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 and it's just him running. <laughs> That's funny. That's top, That's top tier comedy. It's, but uh, I mentioned that because Batman... We might have a different Batman that is not of the Wayne bloodline. Which is crazy and like For the Wayne, first time, Wayne not, bloodline not, 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 loosely. Well, yeah, well because like Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, Tim Terry. Terry McGinnis. Yeah. Um, well, let's say from the main Wayne The actual Bat family. The Bat family. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Um There was so obviously I've talked about this before. My favorite iteration of Batman is Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond, Batman. Just because, so cool, like growing up in that era where it first aired on TV, in a futuristic, dystopic Gotham, was just so cool to me. He didn't have the cape, he had the wings that popped out of his arms. Which were so good. Just a giant bodysuit with a red bat on his chest. 
but don't get me wrong, Bruce Wayne's iconic, but he's always been my favorite. So now we're actually getting two of that kind of Batman from two people you never really would expect. And... Yeah, it's 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 an exciting proposition. Um, Jim Gordon, Commissioner Jim Gordon, and his son Junior, they don two of the Batman Beyond suits in the Batman Who Laughs comic. This is a Scott Snyder. This is going to be like kind of the conclusion to like Scott Snyder's ten year run. So. Scott has been weaving this story for quite a while. This is not where... I mean, if you've heard me say anything anything remotely related to Batman, you know I have been shouting for Damien to be the one to don that. And so for it to be Jim and Junior to don that particular costume out of, out of timeline order... I'm really excited for what it means and what it could be. Because um, Jim Gordon is not a superhero. No. I mean, he's donned a bat mega suit several times. In the several comics. times. He's had to, he's had to, he had to lay hands all over Bane a yeah. couple times. Yes. Um, but he's, being, no, he's no slouch. But being actual Batman. So, like, you've said it before. Bruce Wayne, and for all intents and purposes, his kids, his sons... All the Robins are essentially peak human plus one. For sure. Plus two if you're Damian Wayne because you know magic. Yeah. I mean, like you literally have magic in your veins. Yeah. So peak human plus two. Jim Gordon is just like an he, honest, like he, he is like a, to he, his bone, he's he, an honest B cop. He actually barely passed a detective exam. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Jim Gordon barely passed a detective exam. He moved to Gotham because stuff happened in a different city. He like came he came to Gotham to like get a fresh start. And if you've watched the Gotham TV series, wasn't exactly the freshest start. I mean we were like It wasn't the best place for a fresh start at all. And then if you watched if you read Batman Year One, Homie was a bumbling idiot mm-hmm. that Batman kinda sorta took a liking to and was like, you know what? I'm only working with you. I'm morally working with you because you're not ingrained in the system. And, and you know what? I, you're you're kind of useless, so I'll throw you a bone. And, like, Gordon kind of built his reputation up on, I work with the Bat, and I get the job done. So we want to give him credit for, like, Batman, like, throw him a tip, like, yo, you got to show up and arrest him. I'm not, like, I left you a present, you know. And then obviously that cascades into like his daughter becoming Batgirl and yep. Oracle. Oracle. Also, whole there's there's so I guess technically it is the bat, but like for Junior to step into that light after knowing what happened with Barbara Gordon, big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do we think we see any animosity from Damien? Like, and at this point, Damien. Damien. Damien's awful. been through at this point how many like Batman. Three at this point. Uh, yeah. So Bruce, uh, Dick, Richard, and then if they're going by Batman now would be Jim Gordon. I don't know if uh, Tim's ever donned the cowl while Damien's been around. I think it's more so like he does actually don the Batman Beyonce like in a later timeline or whatever. But I. And Damien's still finding himself. We don't yeah. know if Damien will ever be Batman. I think it is the most logical conclusion. This is the blood son. Like, actual, legitimate heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if, like, I mean, Dick Grayson was literally handed down the cow. Yeah. Literally. Well, like, he was, at the time he didn't want it. But when he did don it, it was just kind of like, well, it's like I didn't want it because I didn't want to be like him, but I have to right yeah. now. Like the city needs it. Exactly. Um, which actually goes into an interesting question because I think the video is like years old, but um, I want to say it was a variant comic. 
um, did a video talking about the best Robin out of the four main ones we get. So not like any of the extras. So between Dick, uh, Jason, Tim, and Damien. I think a lot of people would pick Jason. But I'm I'm 100% Cam Damien. Like, it's not even close for me. You feel like people pick Jason over Dick Grayson? I think maybe some of the older comic book fans will pick Dick Grayson. A lot of people our age and uh, a couple years older definitely go with 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 the result they went with I actually agree with who they picked who they picked Uh, Tim Drake I mean Tim is a very solid pick he yeah as like being the Robin character Mm -hmm. solid Robin not only is he's probably the Smartest, like he's long as tenured. He's the smartest, like intellectually. Intellectually, like Jason was very intuitive. Dick Grayson was very intuitive, but Tim Drake was all around smart. Rex, there was some speculation that he was as smart as Batman. Already as a kid, and would supersede him in intelligence as he got older. And there was even like in the video, um, just like Rache Al Ghul has recognized him as a detective. He's only ever called one person detective. That's Bruce Wayne himself. You. And if Rache is calling you detective, we got. Wait a minute. He's like you. He's onto something. Yes. Uh, and I think there was even I forget which comic line it was where he has been dubbed the second greatest detective in the world. Yes, for sure. He's isn't he the one that found Bruce when Bruce was like yes, he was missing, and he's no slouch when it comes to fighting either. Man's got hands for days. Straight up. So it was really interesting, like thinking about these Robins that we get. Um, and then as we're bringing more people into the fold, I don't know if Damien's determined to be a forever Robin. I think he'll probably end up more along the lines like what Tim Drake is going, where he'll take Robin and like he'll evolve it into um, something else. Something else. He won't be Batman, but he'll be something else. Yeah. And I think. Shout out Arrow. <laughs> exactly. And I think we might get like. Um, a hooded vigilante before we get to the superhero. Um, Because he actually exists in the same genealogy as Superman's son. Mm -hmm. Who's really not, he's he's not struggling as much as Damien is. As far as like, yeah, my dad's dope. My dad's a superman. My dad is the greatest superhero to ever exist. And he just wants to be like his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that comes with his own set of challenges. Right. Having Superman be your dad, whole, I mean, set, whole set of problems. I Man, mean, his dad died. Yeah. Like, he not watched his dad die, but he watched his mom go through his dad dying. Yeah. So, that's its own set of problems. Um, and... Superboy is a clone of Superman. So well, you, you never got, take flight. <laughs> you got an older half kind of sort of brother hanging around somewhere. Kind of like ordering sushi in Canada. <laughs> Which I may have. Yeah, I, I, I ordered sushi in Canada once. Listen, I typed in Niji Sushi because it was Niji Sushi around the corner. I have my location on. Why in the world it pulled up the Niji Sushi in Quebec, Canada? I'll never know. And I didn't find out until I got a... Until I got a Chinese lady call on my phone with a French accent. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are you at? We got the sushi for you. Yeah. No. When 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 you get a when you get a voicemail from a Chinese lady speaking fluent French saying your your, your sushi order is ready because she said it in English and I was about to hang up like, all right, cool. And then I kept listening because the French came in so smooth. Like, what happened? Is this the same lady that just told me about my sushi? But anyway, back to Superman being not again. The worst dad, but also just not know. Doesn't know how to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Well, he that, should. Jonathan Kent was. Jonathan Kent was top tier. Jonathan, like his dad, not because yeah. his son's named Jonathan, right? Yes. Yeah. That's the reason to name Jonathan. I mean, thank thank goodness Grandma Martha is around to help. 
I don't know how much of an influence Wonder Woman is being positive or negative, but she's kind of around and he gets to see things and he gets his own dog. I can't I can't remember if it's crypto or not, but I don't think it's crypto. Yeah, but he's got a dog, so he's he's not living a bad life. He's not. So Hail to the next generation of superheroes. And I'm super excited to see what Jim Gordon does. Yes. Um, which is interesting because I don't know if we ever actually talked about this when it happened. But, like, jumping universes real quick. Did you ever see what was the proposed uh, movies coming out for Marvel within the next two to three years? They're, they're quote-unquote phase four. More or less, not, but it's not like their whole five-year plan. It was more of just like the immediate, like next seven or eight films. All I remember planning. was uh, Far From Home, Black Widow, mm-hmm. Black Panther Two, uh, Captain Marvel Two, mm-hmm. and that's about it. I don't remember anything else. So there was what seems to be rumored Young Avengers. Oh, okay. Which is really interesting, considering like the emphasis they put on. Now Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Clint's daughter. For sure. Um, they aged Cassie up, Scott's daughter. They did. I guess Peter still technically falls on that since he's like 15, 16 right now. Yeah, he, he was dusted like for five years, but he's still... He, he was, air quote, dubbed an Avenger. But he's still only like 15 or 16, the same age as... The rest of the Avengers. And do you think that official dubbing happens in Far From Home? I feel like that's why Nick Fury's trying to contact him initially. And like, look, kid, you're an Avenger now. Bitch, you went to space. (laughs) (laughs) Still the best part of that entire trip. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, But then it just raised a question, like, because that was, from what it looked like, if that is the case, it's supposed to come out like late 2021 early 2022 so there's still plenty of time for them to introduce other characters if that's the route they're going um they can determine like obviously it's still enough time for peter to be an official avenger but they can introduce other characters as well um does Groot leave and become part of the Young Avengers? Because he's still technically growing. It's not unfeasible. It's not. Um, but all questions for the pipe dream. Just It's just an interesting thought of them now regressing because we've gotten different variations of Young Avengers where you've yes. gotten like Thor having a daughter who now wields Mjolnir. Um I believe they did like an animated movie where Black Widow and Caps had, had a son, son. had a son or whatever, and he wielded the shield or whatever. Um, obviously, depending on how far along it gets, Morgan could join, of course, because um, she can be Iron Three Thousand or whatever it is. Iron Man Three Thousand. She could be Rescue Two Point Oh. Um, really is the kid from Iron Man Three. He's old enough. He would. Definitely be joining that. Yes, for sure. If. Well, he would probably do it regardless of what Pepper said anyway. Yeah. But this is all speculation. Russo Rose don't call us. Kevin Feige doesn't call us. Yeah, no, they're working on they're working on uh, Magic the Gathering, which is interesting. Uh, Magic the Gathering is somehow one of the most, if not the most concurrently played card battling game. Yep. So they're getting their own animated series on Netflix, mind you. And uh, Netflix is doing a lot of nerdy things. Uh, E3 revealed that the Division movie was coming in partnership with Ubisoft. And uh, listen, they got Jake Gyllenhaal as the star role in that. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. It has Jack Reacher vibes. Another Tom Clancy film that's on Prime. Prime written all over it yep so I'm excited it's uh, definitely the direction it's headed considering ever since Michael B. Jordan was like yo I like Naruto yeah right <laughs> Megan the Stallion saying I watch anime too and so all of a sudden everyone I was Meg, Meg the Stallion like shouting I like anime it was just like 
What anime are we talking about here, man? So I was actually I was getting my hair cut with my boy Alex, um, and we were talking about it. He's like, "Man, everyone getting an anime? I don't understand it." I was like, "Dude, anime is like, like anime is dope. I've been rocking with it since like middle school, high school." Um, obviously, got, got made fun of it for it. Um, I was rocking with anime before we knew it was anime. Yeah, like. Boom, shout out to Boondocks. Shout out to Boondocks coming back. Um, Aaron Magruder back on back on the boards. Well, actually, no. Let's hop with this. I saw this on Twitter, so I have to ask the question. If you could have one thing or one person that's happened in the time they were gone that they have to do an episode for or with, who or what is it? Oof. So many things. Um, oh, man, I can't even... I can't even pick. Respect to the city because it happened. The naked guy on the four wheeler driving down the high. <laughs> I just, I just didn't see Aaron McGruder's take on that. <laughs> yeah. I know it's just that's that is a pipe dream for sure. If that happens, like it made national news. I mean, it was. It was I feel like someone someone was the there and it was just like yo if this if we ever get this back just write it down it's just like this is gonna be great source material the Godfather is Jesus and Murrow covered it so <laughs> yes. but yeah honestly they could do a whole series about Jordan Peele making weird stuff in Boondocks and Boondocks with that Boondocks humor I'd be all for it someone pointed out something super interesting that I think would be hilarious. Them finding out twenty one was a British citizen. That would be one hundred percent. And so actually, like he has to be like switching between like his English accent and like his rapper gangsta out accent. Yeah, I can hear it now. I can hear it now. It's so that I think it's top tier needs to happen. But uh, yeah, so I was talking to my buddy Alex, and he was just like, "Yeah, my sister started watching anime." I was like, I was like, oh, she's a bandwagon anime. She's like, yeah, she's a bandwagon anime. So she started watching Yasha. She really likes it. And he's like, I watched the first couple episodes. Like it ain't for me. I was like, you're right. It's not for everyone. It does get very weird very fast. For sure. Um, but it's like super cool, but also kind of disappointing that it's like watching this thing that you've cherished so much, and all of a sudden it's just like cheapened by random people in the mall trying to sell you anime apparel because that's what's in. You walk in and you see someone wearing primitive Dragon Ball Z shirt that you know in high school is making fun of you for watching that. For oh watching yeah, for anime. sure. For sure. Like, Jordan Bell showed up to Game 6 wearing the primitive freezer shirt and I'm like, you definitely made fun of people watching anime as a kid. 100%. You're a basketball player. You're 6. Probably... You're six nine, six ten. You definitely insulted kids for having. And you walk around with a freezer shirt. I need to see your credentials, sir. Credentials, <laughs> exclusive access only. Can you tell me the difference between Chi-Chi and Baldwin? If you can't, take the shirt off. Return it. We need <laughs> we need refunds and reparations. <laughs> right. We'll be paid in <clears throat> crunchy roll accounts. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's a wave. That's what we've come to. First it was superheroes, now it's anime. Yeah, and I think I think for the most part, it's here to stay. Especially with the Fire... Um, Fire Force. Fire Force, Samurai 8. The creator of Naruto is dropping Samurai 8. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually already in chapter 16. Yeah. I read the first four chapters. Fairy tale still a thing somehow. Fairy tale is somehow still a thing. Um, Return of Hunter x Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things that we've loved and cherished are getting appreciated by new fans. And then there's definitely the bandwagons who are, you know, hopping on just because it's a trend. But, you yeah, know. Watch the same three that yeah. everyone watches. Yeah. Sharif O'Neal talks about. Sharif O'Neal, uh, Shaquille's oldest. No. Sharif's second oldest son got a Majin tattoo on him. Okay, this kid actually knows what he's talking about. But then you hear other kids talk about Dragon Ball Z and it's like, yeah, I like Vegeta. You have a Goku shirt on. Can you tell the difference between the two? If you can't, fam, we got to talk. Right. You got to take your shirt off. It's like, what size is it to my size? It's like people (laughs) who wear Thrasher and don't know it's it's a skating company. What are you doing? Right. But hey, um, we'll take we'll take all the people who are coming and we'll teach you the path, show you the way. And those of you who 
don't know and want to leave, sure, cool, go ahead. We'll show you the door. We'll show you the door. And everyone who's here to stay, you know, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the nerd world. <laughs> Fridge is on the left. Grab yourself a soda and crack it open. For sure. It's definitely got to be orange soda. Yes. But other than that, I think that's it. Yeah, it's been a good. It's been a. It's been a good time. We want to take a break to really uh, get you the best kind of content. We've been really thinking how to keep the show fresh for you guys, and we think we're going to take a, a, a break for. We'll take we'll take a break for a while. For a while, uh, and we'll come back with a brand new season of even more about nothing with more nothing. Yes. So. Even though that was kind of abrupt way, just like slid into that, uh, we're not by any means going away. Uh, like I said, we're just stepping back, taking a breather for a little bit, um, focus on some other stuff, but also mainly focus on this so that we can uh, do what we do best. Yeah, and in that time, we want you guys to com- to be communicating with us what you want to hear from us. I believe this is episode 160. Yeah. So you guys have been rocking with us for... Since episode zero. Shout out to Batman. All the three-hour episodes, the episodes that are no longer allowed to be on... (laughs) On the internet? On SoundCloud for one reason or another. Uh, Man, we have have episodes that are removed from the internet. How large the internet is. I can only think of one thing that's been removed from the internet. (laughs) We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. <laughs> but that was due to license. Like, ours was due to... I think it was just licensing or whatever. Somehow. Like, since it's copyright and, like, taking... Yeah. Somebody was out there bringing false flagging it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But in the meantime, we'll still be right around the corner. You might see a tweet or two. But let us know what you enjoy about the show. Uh, tweet at us at E-Man Podcast, Facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. Uh, we're on... All streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Google Podcasts. We like to hear from you guys. For sure. Tweet at us. I am at Westside Mookie. And I am at Matt underscore Gutu. And we are the Spirit Detectives. And as, as per usual, there's always money in the banana stand. You know, I keep that spirit gun on deck. Try us if you want to. I don't want no smoke. Especially Kuwabara, because he's (laughs) by far the worst character in all of you Yuhaka show. I will die on that hill. As sure as Elon Musk has a rifle with a fire attachment, Kuwabara sucks. (laughs) And until next time, Spirit Detectives out.